The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. A very happy 2030. Can you all hear me? I've had a few regrets I can't deny. But if I had to mention one, it'd be our curie. <laughs> but the question that I most get asked is why. I made the choices that I made with 5G. My 2020 hindsight's 2020. And when I built the new information superhighway, I lacked some tact with the contract. I went with Huawei. And as the smartphones turned to bricks, Internet of things became big brother. The ports couldn't unload all the ships. The nuclear reactors turned to lava. And as the people all asked me why, as the planes fell from the sky. The traffic lights caused death on every road And the sewage outlets all overflowed And the lights went out across the UK I went with Today, thank you, with Jake Yap. Very good morning to you. I've got a satanic letter to share with you in a minute. Uh, but first, I got one of those adverts. You know, like when you're scrolling through whatever, Instagram, and there's always like one of those adverts that looks dodgy as all get out. And it says, everybody needs one of these. And whatever it is, it's going to be something that absolutely not a living soul needs. Like the sock that's also a hair scrunchie or the dog that's also a toaster. Anyway, uh, there was one of those and it was for Climeworks. C-L-I-M-E. Climeworks. Works and saying, Hey, now you can turn all your CO2 emissions into stone. I was like, You what now? Anyway, it looks really interesting. If you look at uh, climbworks.shop, I know <laughs> it just doesn't sound plausible, does it? Anyway, they're based in Iceland, and what they do is 
uh, they'll, they'll take your the sort of average CO2 emissions that they'll remove it from the air like pipe it embedded in water deep down into the ground where it will react with stone I know <laughs> and 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 turn turn to, to stone forever all right I know I know it sounds absolutely bonkers it's called direct air capture we mix the CO2 with water used by a geothermal energy plant and pump it deep underground. Through natural processes, the CO2 reacts with the basaltic rock and turns into stone within a few years, permanently and safely. Iceland is one of several locations around the world that provide ideal conditions for our pioneering process. What? Could you guys do some kind of peer review of this? Because I have absolutely no idea if that's a thing and worth doing or not. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Bye. Uh... Yesterday, we mentioned uh, Donald Trump's personal pastor, <laughs> I just never tire of that, uh, who had said that she thought that all of, uh, she, she prayed for the miscarriages of uh, satanic babies and things or something. Anyway, uh, what's cool is that the satanic temple, uh, a bunch of Satanists, have responded. Uh, and uh, Pablo Bonzo very kindly forwarded this to me on the Twitter. And uh, I think it's, it's worth sharing. It's a great, great letter they wrote to Pastor White. I prefer Pastor Brown. Uh, that's the age you get to, isn't it? Anyway, dear Pastor White, writes the Satanic Temple. Greetings from the Satanic Temple. Uh, we were very pleased this weekend to learn that you recently publicly prayed for God to induce miscarriages in Satanic pregnancies at a time in which Satanists have had to fight desperately to retain their bodily autonomy in the face of increasingly restrictive anti-abortion laws. We're glad that your logic must necessarily lead you to support unrestricted abortion access for Satanists seeking to end unwanted pregnancies. I'm writing to ask you to take a bolder step in the name of your faith and lend your support to our Religious Reproductive Rights Campaign, which seeks to invoke religious exemptions from abortion restrictions on behalf of Satanists. Oh my God, have I found my religion? Oh dear God. Well, there's an irony. Anyway, consistent with our tenets, which call for bodily autonomy and acting in accordance with best scientific evidence, the Satanic Temple religiously objects to many of the restrictions that states have enacted that interfere with abortion access. TST is taking many steps on behalf of our members and those who share our beliefs to establish exemptions from laws that do not promote the health and safety of patients and violate our conscience and beliefs. As you know, it goes on, more than half of all abortions in the United States are sought by Christian women, while 38% are sought by the non-religious and only 8% are sought by women who belong to a non-Christian religion. So it's especially forward-thinking of you to single out Satanists as deserving of expressing the reproductive freedoms they champion. While the Satanic Temple is officially non-theistic... <laughs> It isn't even like anti theory Anyway, we do hold as one of our central tenets that one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. We're delighted to learn that you share that view. We're impressed at your integrity and boldly supporting our reproductive rights, especially as many of your cohorts dishonestly equate abortion with baby killing, a notion completely at odds with science. There's more ethical quandary in a chicken sandwich than in a first trimester abortion. Amen. Uh, it was a true relief to all of us at the Satanic Temple to see you in particular defending our healthcare rights as we know that you will put your substantial fortune where your mouth is. While exact figures are unknown, you are estimated to carry a net worth of roughly $5 million. The average abortion is roughly $500, thus 10 of our members could exercise their constitutional and, as you see it, God-given right to terminate their pregnancies for a mere $5,000 or roughly 0.1% of your estimated net worth. You may send a cheque directly to our headquarters. There's the address yours in justice and freedom. 
Lucian Greaves, co-founder and spokesperson of the Satanic Temple. <laughs> and it's great. Oh, no, that's actually really clever. That's really clever, actually. Opinions, of course, are like bumholes, as the old saying goes. Everyone's got one. Uh, and the, the government seems to have taken that on board. Uh, there's a new story. There's been a UK climate change assembly. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, this is uh, the people have been assembled, citizens uh, in Birmingham. Uh, various people went there. Uh, 110 members of the public reflecting the nation in diversity of age, ethnicity, geography and opinion. Uh, everything from people unworried by climate change to other people who are freaking out, okay? Freaking out right now. Uh, I'm not going to tell you which camp I fall into. Anyway, they're spending four weekends just chatting in circles, uh, making recommendations to MPs on how the UK can fulfil its law on cutting emissions to virtually zero by 2050. Is this the... Okay, that sounds... That sounds cool. Uh, they didn't want to preach, though. Uh, so there was uh, a lamb on the menu, uh, along with honey-glazed chicken and a vegan option. Roll. Uh, and they had some uh, great chats. Which is better for the environment, they asked. British beef or an avocado from Peru? Yeah? What do you think should be the balance of business and government action on climate change? Yeah? How committed are other countries to net zero? Yeah? Because why should we? <laughs> yeah? And is there an argument for letting climate change happen? Yeah? Guys! There are plenty of experts! Ask the experts! Don't ask people! Have you sat on a bus? They're morons! Okay, just saying. These aren't the people who should be deciding how we govern the planet! Please get some expert. Just, just listen to any expert. Amanda Short uh, on the panel. Uh, she's project manager in healthcare from Surrey. She said, I think climate change is a big issue. Uh, but she said that while the ideas of Extinction Rebellion were very good, they have disrupted people trying to get to work. It's gone too far. The Arctic's on fire! Chris, an engineer from Oxford, said, uh, I heard about the assembly and was very sceptical. Very sceptical person. Yeah. Guess which way he went. Uh, before coming in, my views were not worried, not a crisis, <laughs> but I'm open to having my opinion changed. Change my mind. Climate change is nothing to worry about. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, uh, a couple more weekends of that to be had and uh, do more discussing, more chatting. Good idea, guys. Planet's on fire. Let's have a chat. Uh, and then they'll draw some conclusions in the final session, provided the markers work on the whiteboard. And the report will go to MPs at the end of April, and they would definitely pay their fullest attention to it. If you've never sat on a bucket in the open air, you just don't know what you're missing. <laughs> I'm hot stuff. A cameraman, probably for wildlife shows. A skier, jogger, climber, kayaker. I got my Duke of Edinburgh when I was two. Proper hot business. Join me on BBC Two for my own series, Walks with Proper Hot Stuff, where I'll go somewhere really hard to get to all by myself and sleep in a bin bag on the mountain, cooking up a buzzard's egg with a lighter for a bit of scram and looking at all the sky and stuff. 
tasty as all get out. Truth is, you probably know that bothered, but your husband's absolutely fascinated with me. Join me, hot stuff, as I push myself to the limits for no good reason other than wanting to appear more interesting at parties. Walks with proper hot stuff, starting with the one where he breaks his pelvis in Northumberland and has to crawl four miles to get phone signal Thursday at nine on BBC Two. late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I'm breaking every rule in broadcasting uh, because you're supposed to just have one kind of narrative thread going. You know, if you're, if you're having one talking point, one topic, and I've got about 15 on the go at the moment because I just keep not getting around to all the emails. So I'm just, I'm just going to take you through them because we need to clear some of this stuff. Okay? Cartoon Hero Updates. Uh, James emailed, it's not today, at swanburst.com if you'd like to get in touch about literally anything. Uh, he says, uh, you heard about Trumpton didn't you? No? Tell me. I said, well, in March 1967, the BBC film crew finished all their outside location shots for the Trumpton series, packed up their gear and relocated to the town of Chigley, the third town in the Trumptonshire trilogy, Camberwick Green having been the first. I know, for me, you know, I hate to say it, but uh, something died when they left Camberwick Green, you know what I'm saying? Okay. The mayor of Trumpton was prepared for the prosperous times that the tourism would bring to this, their small town, but was completely naive as to how quickly this bubble would burst and how badly the town would deal with the repercussions. Oh dear. It was 1969. We were putting men on the moon and the tourists were deserting Trumpton in their droves. Chigley was thriving whilst Trumpton was weeping. The regional recession was brutal. (laughs) Uh, Anyone envisioning a sort of 
uh, Trumpton-y version of Merthyr Tidville right now. Anyway, Miss Lovelace, the hat maker, was the first to shut up shop. The locals could do nothing to prevent national retail chains from taking over the now-empty shops, and the first to arrive was Rumbelows, offering high-priced electrical goods to the masses on an affordable rental scheme. Everyone in Trumpton soon had a television, a fridge, freezer, and a washing machine, but what they also had was poor attention to detail when it came to home security. It was a bleak night for Trumpton on Tuesday, the 2nd of February, 1971. James, I feel like you looked that up to make sure it was a Tuesday. This is meticulous, forensic writing. Uh, A cold winter wind swept through the town, and with it arrived a gang of thieves in a stolen lorry. Nine houses were targeted, including that of Police Constable Potter. Each property robbed of all electrical goods. What was left in their wake? Significant household debt, that's what... Not a single insurance claim was honoured on the ground that every single door was unlocked. PC Potter was stripped of his title and position and the mayor, facing significant civil unrest, immediately appointed himself town sheriff. Uh-oh. Around the same time, Mr Clamp retired from his greengrocer business and in the absence of his son, whereabouts unknown, closed his shop. Another retail outsider arrived. This time it was one of the larger players. B-Jam! ha <laughs> Oh, yeah. What, did, did it go presto then B-Jam or B-Jam then presto? It's at Not Today pod on Twitter. What B-Jam brought to the town was cheap frozen foods and with the exception of nine unlucky residents, everyone now had a fridge freezer and needed something to put in it. B-Jam killed Mr Tony Antonio, the ice cream seller. To be fair to B-Jam, they didn't kill him, but one of their huge delivery lorries with a defective reversing siren did. Why did the reversing... Why will so many vehicles have that kind of... It's like the vehicle's expectorating at you. What's that noise all about? What's wrong with a nice beep? Come on. Anyway, the ice cream van was left to Mr Robinson, the window cleaner and long-term secret lover of Mr Antonio. But the business was shunned by the locals, who naively considered homosexuals to be paedophiles, a popular misconception of the early 1970s. Yeah, what about that? And Mr Robinson was driven out of the town by the sheriff and a posse of local do-gooders in early 1973. Unemployment during the mid-1970s was rife. Retailers came and went, but nothing prospered. The clockmakers became a wimpy, but did nothing to bring visitors to the town. The Trumpton Fire of 1976 was the death knell for the town. Trumpton Fire Brigade had never actually handled a fire before. They had rehearsed many times, but none of them, apart from Captain Flack, who had served in the Second World War, had ever had to deal with an actual fire. It was arson, but nobody knows who started it. Locals rumoured that it was Mr Clamp's long-lost son returning from active duty overseas to avenge the demise of his family's business. But most townsfolk pointed the finger at Mr Robinson, despite the fact that he was now in his late 70s, was wheelchair-bound and living in Marbella. The fire ravaged through the town, taking with it all of the timber-framed older properties, the town hall, the clock tower, the bandstand, and more embarrassingly, the fire station. I mean, is plasticine flammable? The Pew twins, Pew and Pew, were killed by falling debris, as were firemen Dibble, Grubb and Cuthbert. Captain Flack suffered multiple burns whilst Barney McGrew escaped unharmed. Having slept through the entire event, he retired from service two days later. The rubble of the town remained untouched for over 20 years. And in early 1996, the land was acquired by a Saudi-led property development company who flattened the remnants of the site and erected an outlet centre. 
The outlet centre closed in June 2014, although the Weatherspoons pub, the Trumpton Clock, built on the edge of the development, is still operational and offers a full English breakfast for a very reasonable price of £4.79. Sorry, says James. Sorry to bring you this. That's okay. That's all right. Love Weatherspoons breakfast. English breakfast. Oh, that hot, cold feeling when they do good vegan options. Uh, Okay, should we try another email? Why not? This is from John. Hello, John. Dear Jake, my lucky number was four. I don't even remember what this thread is. Uh, I say was because I discovered a lot of other people have four as their lucky number two. Not the number two that has connotations. And that lucky four was in a bad state with the corners rubbed off and the paint was faded because it had been used so much. What are you talking about? (laughs) Who rubbed your four? Fours, of course, are a traditional cheery red colour. Of course. I switched by using an internet website to a much cheaper number 11, but was dissatisfied with the service. However, I'm completely happy now with a shiny new green 17. I just want to warn everyone to be careful of the latest scams involving so-called lucky minus numbers, as many people have had a negative experience. P.S. I had a big argument with my ex when I found a blue number five in her underwear drawer. Best of luck, John. (laughs) What? Good. I like that. The madder, the better. Go as far off the piece as you want. I don't care. It's brilliant. Uh, We've got a wardrobe malfunction for you. This might be the last email of today, I think. (sighs) Running out of time, guys. Uh, Amy. Morning, morning, says, uh, this is a wardrobe malfunction story which routinely pops into my head as I'm falling asleep. So is this a dream or did this actually happen? I'm on stage, dancing in a leotard, already a mishap in itself. I'm 16 and only taking part because I fancy Dan from sixth form. This is sounding real. He's a sailor, I'm a siren, and contemporary dance is going to get me laid. Anyway, the stupid leotard has one sleeve and leaves one shoulder bare, meaning any bra strap would be would be visible, which is fine if you have lovely, well-behaved breasts that sit nicely in a strapless bra, but not if you have large, boisterous boobs which gallop around independently of your torso even when you're not dancing. Oh, where are we going with this? I point this out to the sadist who designed the costumes. She decides the best course of action is to pull down one bra strap, tuck it in, and sew the leotard to my bra. Sew it. This is horrific. Keep still. Keep still. Ah, sorry. Keep still. So I go on stage. Oh, and I should mention it's a pretty big gig. We want a competition to perform for the Queen. Is this... Wait, is this real? So she's there with Philip, as well as local news crews and hundreds of people. Is this... Re- I think this is real. It's my bit with Dan. I fling my arms up in the air. The leotard bra combo flips down and my left... Oh, no, my left breast flops out and, and it's shameful entire. It's not shameful, but what an awful thing to have to have happen to you. I try to get it back in as quickly and discreetly as possible, but I resembled someone trying to get a pop-up tent back in its case. <laughs> We've all been through those half hours. A rumour went round that the Queen left after seeing that, but Philip didn't. Dan and I never did get together. He did end up making a move, but I had a famous left boob now and I could do better. Oh, Amy, that sounds awful. I can't, I can't even. 
Good Lord. Uh, okay, we've got a couple of missives from Matt, uh, but we're going to save them for tomorrow. I should ask you a question before we go, shouldn't I? All right, I'm going slightly out on a limb with this question. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, uh, who, who who died in the helicopter crash, and obviously very sadly with his his daughter. I do feel that most of the reportage of this ha- has been somewhat selective in terms of uh, what it's remembering of Kobe Bryant, in terms of things he did in his life. It was a long time ago, don't muddy the waters. That's what people said when I hosted a show on Radio Leeds and the Jimmy Savile story broke. Don't muddy the waters. Sure, I feel like we should. No, sleeping, he did a lot for charity. Um, So I'm thinking, uh, (laughs) would you like to uh, write... If you were doing a report for someone who died, what what would you tactfully omit? I'm basically thinking, like, if you're reporting the death of someone like Hitler, uh, what, you know, what, what would you go with? The famous uh, painter and uh, orator Hitler uh, has has died. You know, what, what stuff are you going to just selectively omit from that? It's probably going to work best as an email. It's not today at swanburst.com. That's not today or one word at swanburst. Swanburst.com. Uh, or you can, you can tweet if you've got something pithy. Uh, it's at not today pod on Twitter. I leave it to you. Thank you. Um, thanks very much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, again, if you could keep growing this podcast, it would really help. Uh, it's we, we, like we, we tipped over a really important benchmark. Basically, we had 10,000 listens in the last month, and that's that's a that's a huge benchmark. Um, and thank you. I didn't. I had no idea that we'd get to this at all, let alone so quickly. Um, but it would be brilliant if we could. I don't know, double or even triple that. So if you could just find two or three other people and make them subscribe. They don't have to listen, just wait and download it. Anyway, that's it. See you tomorrow. Hope you have a good day. Take care. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.